and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. On day four, we explore His Word, Your Life. Since the 16th century, Lutherans have been asking, what does this mean? While there is so much depth and beauty to the words in their context and setting, God did not just give us a book about scriptural history. He gave us a book that guides, directs, and sustains our life. How can I apply what God is saying here in my life? This week we have listened to chapters 13 through 16 of Genesis. Let's explore how we can apply these chapters in our lives. To do so, let us first begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. The picture of the relationship between God and Abram is one of the most beautiful in all of Scripture. With the exception of the relationship between God and his disciples in the New Testament, nowhere else is such a relationship recorded on so many pages in Scripture. We marvel at the the way that God comes to Abram and affirms his promises, his presence, his peace. Just in these chapters alone, we see God coming to Abram again and again, reaffirming his promises to him of everything that God longs to provide him as he called him to be his own. This beautiful, rich, personal connection to God. In Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 through 17, God comes to Abram and says this, The Lord said to Abram, Now lift up your eyes and look around from the place where you are. Look north and south, east and west. Because all the land that you see, I will give to you and to your descendants permanently. I will make your descendants like the dust of the earth, so that if a man could count the dust of the earth, then your descendants could also be counted. Get up, walk through the length and breadth of the land, because I will give it to you. This comes after the challenges that uh, Abram and Lot faced being so close together. There wasn't enough room for both of them to stay together. And so Abram gives up first choice of the land to Lot. And you can imagine maybe some of Abram's household saying, why would you give up the most choice land and make us take the, the leftovers? Maybe even Abram wondered a little to himself, when God promised him uh, the land, was, was he giving up something that he should not have given up? So God comes to Abram and says, you've chosen wisely. He affirms him of the promise, of the promised land and descendants. Descendants as almost as impossible to count as the dust on the, of the earth. 
And in chapter 15, God comes to Abram again. Verse 1 states, After these events, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. He said, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. After the events of chapter 14, when, when Abram had to go in battle to rescue a captured lot, you can imagine that the nerves of, of Abram coming back from that and wondering, will there be any lingering issues? Will anyone come back on him? Will this battle continue down the line? What does God come to Abram and say the type of God that, that he is for Abram? You don't need to worry about who might attack because I am your shield, your very great reward. God tells him the type of God the quality of his love and protection. And so Abram here, as he trusts in the promise, he, he just looks for a little more assurance. So far, he has not had even one child. So far, he's lived as a stranger, as a guest in this land, but a land that is not his own. And so he, he asks God for, for reassurance. He wants to be assured of God's promise. And so what is God's response? As In verse 3, as Abram wonders if a servant in his household will be the one to inherit, to inherit his possessions and, and, and land. This is what God says to Abram. This man will not be your heir, but instead one who will come out of your own body will be your heir. The Lord then brought him outside and said, Now look towards the sky and count the stars if you are able to count them. This is what your descendants will be like. God's response to Abram, he takes him outside and he has him look up. He has him gaze at the majesty of his created sky. Of all the lights that illuminate at night. He tells Abram to count the stars. That's God's reassurance to Abram. Count the stars. See how many you can count. And on a clear night, if you've ever gone outside and, and looked at a star-lit sky, it's one of the most beautiful pictures in all of, all of creation. Imagine Abram looking up at, all, at that star-filled sky and barely being able to count a smidgen of the stars that are there. Imagine how many more nights Abram would look up at the sky and use that picture as a reaffirmation of God's promise to him. Later, God affirms not only his promise of descendants, but he comes back in verse 7 to affirm his promise of the land. He said to him, I am the Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land as a possession. And again, Abram asks for that reassurance. He said, Lord God, how will I know that I will possess it? What ensues is God offering 
the strongest example of assurance that was known to Abram, where God binds himself to his promise and his faithfulness. Abram watches as as God walks through the center of this blood covenant and binds himself to his promise and his faithfulness. Just look at these examples just in these chapters of Scripture. See the many ways that God continues to come to Abram, reminds him of his promises, and assuades his fears. You see a beautiful relationship of a father and a child. The immense examples of of God's love and and grace. This beautiful, rich, personal relationship to God. What an amazing example of a truly awesome, awe-inspiring relationship between a believer and his God. How do you not look at this at this picture and and wish that this could be your relationship with God? That God would treat you in the very same way as Abram. To be able to walk with God, for God to come to you and assure you of his promises, to give you a numerous physical examples of his unwavering commitment of his love to you. To be shown the the dust of the ground and the stars of the sky as examples of God's unwavering commitment, of God's unwavering commitment to his promises to you. What would you say if I told you your God wants to have the same beautiful, rich, personal connection with you. Well, look at these examples. In baptism, God comes to you and says, I am your shield, your very great reward. In baptism, in the waters of baptism, God establishes his covenant relationship with you. He calls you into his family and promises you the blessing of his grace and mercy the promise of him walking with you in your life. With baptism, we are invited into a special, lifelong relationship with God. And his word tells us the type of relationship that he longs to have with us. It is there he comes to us with his promises of protection, peace, grace, and guidance. And when we need reassurances of God's presence, when we need reassurances of God's promises, well, God provides us with the strongest showing of his covenant. He reminds us of his blood covenant, where he binds himself to his promises and his faithfulness through holy communion, through the commitment of Jesus' body and blood where God binds himself to his promises and his faithfulness. 
as Jesus died on the cross to assure us in the most certain of fashion that there is no sin that can separate us from him. There is no sin that can separate us from his love. In the strongest of fashion, God has bound himself to you. What a peace we find when we see this special relationship is our own. How we have been blessed with a relationship that is just as beautiful, rich, and personal as the one we read in the pages of Scripture with God and Abram. God longs to have the same relationship with you as he did with Abram. What a peace we find when we see this special relationship is our own. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.